Hello, friends. Welcome to episode 19 of Ray Keating's Authors and Entrepreneurs Podcast. Today, we're going to talk a bit about recent trends in the book industry and what those might mean for you as a reader, author, and entrepreneur. First, by way of introduction, again, I'm Ray Keating, your host, the author of the Pastor Stephen Grant novels. The new Pastor Stephen Grant novel, Reagan Country, by the way, is now available. As is my first short story, Heroes and Villains, a Pastor Stephen Grant short story. If I might say so, that makes for a great summer reading combo. <laughs> These and the previous seven Pastor Stephen Grant novels are available in paperback and for the Kindle at Amazon.com with signed copies over at RayKeatingOnline.com. In addition, I'm a nonfiction book author. Please check out Chuck vs. The Business World, Business Tips on TV. That's based on the TV show Chuck, and it's jam-packed with tips for your career and business. It's also available in paperback and for the Kindle and Amazon, and signed copies at RayKeatingOnline.com. I'm also a columnist and an economist, and I taught MBA students for 10 years about entrepreneurship, the economy, and assorted management topics. While this podcast is mainly targeted at readers and book lovers in general, authors, aspiring authors, entrepreneurs, and aspiring entrepreneurs, everyone is, of course, welcome to tune in. So let's briefly take note of some book industry trends. These were largely mentioned at uh, Book Expo 2018, which occurred in late May and early June of this year. So when you review the the media on that event, uh, a few things jumped out. <clears throat> so first, um, there ten, there, there's optimism about the book indi- industry, the book business being stable. Now, notice what they're talking about. They're not talking about high growth. Uh, they're talking about uh, stability. So take that as you will. But um, stability certainly is a good thing. Growth, high growth would be better. But certainly uh, we're not talking about decline. At least these folks weren't. <clears throat> uh, in fact, they were optimistic about the future. Um, in particular, talking about uh, spreading literacy uh, around the globe. So that, that international factor is a big plus. Now, but what about reading in the U.S.? Now, in general, I think a lot of people are worried about that. <clears throat> um, you know, our attention spans getting shorter uh, in terms of being able to read uh, people sitting down and reading books. Do they read fewer books than in the past, etc., etc.? These are not new worries. Uh, they've been around for a while. One of the positives, I would say, to take away from that point is... Um, you know, baby boomers growing old, <laughs> uh, it's such a large uh, group, and that's a good thing because as you grow older, you read more. So that's something to think about there, uh, and I'm quite serious. Uh, also, uh, the Book Expo folks, you know, people in and around that ev- uh, event were uh, talking about print and digital books, ebooks coexisting at this point. Um, and I think that that's true. Um, you know, some of the most recent data actually shows uh, physical book sales up, being up. Uh, ebooks, uh, ebook growth was a bit soft. Um, but I think certainly uh, compared to where the thinking was uh, not all that long ago, a few years ago, 
the notion that uh, there would be some uptick in physical book sales uh, is a good thing. Uh, then there's the audiobooks factor. Now, there is this is where growth is happening. Big growth. Double-digit percentages. Expanding market share. What's interesting is... Um, uh, the question becomes, of course, as with digital books, is how much of this growth is eating up market share that would have been in print or in, in e-books. Uh, but there seems to be uh, some thinking that you're reaching new people with audiobooks. You're not just taking away from print and e-book sales. And listen, it's it's certainly not a gimmick. Um, you know, audiobooks have been around for a while. It's a sturdy format, as they uh, somebody pointed out. Uh, so those are, and, and now just technology makes, uh, expands the ability to get uh, audiobooks uh, to people. So we'll come back to that point in a bit. Uh, also, there's the, uh, <clears throat> the challenge. A lot of people in, in the, uh, the, at the Book Expo event saw a challenge in reaching audiences while physical bookstores shrink. Now, again, this is not new. I used to be a regular customer at Borders, and we all know that Borders no longer exists. Uh, and now the question is, quite frankly, Barnes & Noble. And how long will Barnes & Noble uh, continue to exist? They continue to have their problems. So the question for uh, that came out of that is you know, the browsing factor, that when you go to a physical bookstore... And we've all had this experience, probably. Uh, there's the discovery factor, that you're browsing around, and look at that. Hey, I spotted a book I didn't know was out, or something that interests me that I hadn't thought of before, etc. So the industry is asking, you know, what what do we do with this? How does one essentially browse online? Now, people we all do browse online, I think. But is it the same phenomenon uh, as browsing in a physical bookstore. So uh, essentially the industry is still wrestling with that. I'll come back to that. In fact, I'm going to now, so it, well, I'll come back in, in this brief section. Now, the question is, what do these trends and challenges mean for uh, readers, authors, authors and entrepreneurs, you know, indie authors um, such as myself and many of, of the listeners here. So what does this all mean? Well, first, it's that the big issue, I think, is audio uh, books. You have to consider, if you're an indie author, you have to consider audio books. Now, I've been slow here. I don't have audio versions of my Pastor Stephen Grant novels, um, unfortunately. Amazon's Audible.com, I have, I ventured in there. I dipped my toe, uh, got some audition tapes. It's not tapes, digital file, audition digital files. But unfortunately, I haven't had the time to really carve out what's necessary to take the next steps. Uh, but I think I think we all do as indie authors. We really need to explore this and just find or make the time to think about it. And it doesn't mean that you're going to say, yeah, okay, audiobooks, you know, an audio version of my book makes sense. It may not. But I think you have to sit down and at least give it some serious thought, especially when you see... Uh, the growth uh, in audiobooks uh, compared to other parts of, of the industry. Also, think about, you know, I was reading, uh, in reading these, it, it, apparently, you know, some of the big publishing houses, these audiobooks are becoming far more elaborate. You know, it's not just one person 
with an engaging voice reading the book. Now it's it's multiple people doing it, uh, voicing various characters and so on. So that's kind of interesting. Um, I think it's exciting from a reader's... Well, <laughs> let me say from a reader in quotes standpoint, but it's also... It's also an opportunity and challenge for for authors. Well, I put that in quotes. You know, what is the, what do the audiobooks say about reading? Now, this could be a whole other. I'm just going to throw this out as a question right now. Maybe we'll come back, get a guest on, and and talk about this question. What does this say about reading? Quote unquote reading. Um, when if you're just listening to a book. Now, there are two questions here. One, the business side of it as an author, you have to explore it. You don't want to leave money on the table. You don't want to leave opportunity on the table. Uh, number two is, as you know, we think about reading, um, you know, this is uh, listening to something versus reading it is, are two different uh, undertakings. So I'm not quite sure what that high growth in that area says about kind of societal trends and reading. Uh, again, we will wrestle with that, I think, in another episode, which would be interesting to do. But getting back to the, the business side of it as an author, you know, one of the things to think about, do you know people uh, perhaps trying to get started in in voiceovers or acting in the entertainment area um, that you might be able to partner with uh, for the audio version of your book? Uh, that's essentially, as far as I can tell, uh, with the little bit I've done, how audible.com works. But um, think about, you know, again, sit down and, and if you think that an audiobook version makes sense, you know, is there, for example, a, a local college or university uh, with an acting uh, major and, and, and so on that, that you might be able to reach out to somebody in that department, uh, to professors, and see if uh, some of the students might be interested in, uh, in doing... Uh, an audio version of your book, maybe for credit and so on. So they're, they're again, think outside the box. There are all sorts of uh, opportunities out there waiting for us. Okay, so that's number one, audiobooks. Number two, um, as an author, entrepreneur, you have to think about and research the issue of how does your market read. Um, you know, again, when you look at what's going on in the book industry, uh, is your market, uh, you know, are they hard? Are they hardcover people? Are they paperback people? Are they ebook people? Or are they audio people? Uh, perhaps they're all of these. Um, and I think, you know, if you can do all of them in a cost-efficient manner, there's no downside uh, to that. One of the the tips that you might get here are: what are you getting requests? You know, you're out there hopefully building your social media presence and so on, and, and you're, you're interacting and communicating with your readers, uh, are you getting requests for, you know, hey, uh, is your book available in hardcover? I love reading hardcovers. Or, you know, um, I'm having a tough time reading these days. Is your book available in an audio format? So listen to those questions and requests, uh, and then think about how it fits into your, your uh, writer, author, uh, entrepreneur business model. Now, uh, number three, I think another takeaway here or question, how can you address this browsing issue? Um, you know, it's interesting because, in a sense, while the big publishing houses are worried about this, and understandably so, and I think we all should to a certain degree, indie authors already 
face this issue every day, right? Um, few of us are in Barnes and Noble, for example. So this is what we do as indie authors. Um, so, you know, the question then becomes, you know, this is something that we should be thinking about an on, as an, on an ongoing basis. You know, how do we, how do we make it, uh, make our book available for, if you, for lack of a better word, for browsing online? Uh, you know, our social media presence, Facebook, Instagram, Amazon. I'm trying one of the Amazon marketing uh, options for uh, for my Kindle version of Reagan Country. So I'll let you know how that goes. But I, I'm trying that really for the first time. Uh, email, email lists, you know, reaching out to people uh, via that matter, Twitter, etc. So all of these things. This is the challenge of the indie author, I think, every day. Um, and we need to be thinking about it every day. Uh, also, you know, when you talk about the physical side of things, and, you know, there's an there, interesting parallel here. You know, when, when you have, look at the music industry and how things have changed there, uh, once illegal downloading started uh, in the late 90s, early 2000s, um, a whole host of things happened. But part of the business model that changed was a greater emphasis on live concerts and revenue uh, coming via that um, that that means. Um, so as we as indie authors kind of get that as well, in the sense that, you know, how do we, this is part of what we're thinking about in terms of book signings, uh, events, you know, are there events that we can attend as an author? Um, also reaching out to independent bookstores. I, again, you know, you've got to be real. You have to do these self-assessments now and then. And I, I tell you, uh, audiobooks and independent bookstores are two areas where I have not stepped up enough and, and invested enough time and effort. But independent bookstores is another uh, avenue here where uh, we can um, wrestle with the again what I'm calling for now the browsing issue. Other things that you might not think about uh, press releases. Uh, you know, I do a press release with each book. I, I tend to do one that's a general press release and then also one for my, you know, for, for Long Island, for where, where I live, uh, with the emphasis that I'm a, a local author. But again, one of the things on my to-do list for this year is to expand that, the use of press releases, and just get the word out on, on various, you know, perhaps sales goals being reached and so on, any kind of opportunity to get the word out that there's something exciting happening uh, in relation to your books is a good idea. Also, earned media. And this, again, is, you know, I, I write a lot of op-eds, commentary pieces for my economist job slash life. Um, but now, you know, it occurs to me that I should be doing more of that also in terms of my author uh, Pastor Stephen Grant novels and other types of novels to come. So think about what they call earned media. Are there, you know, issues that pop up in the news where even a letter to the editor, where, you, you know, it's your name and your books, and you have some sort of, you know, something relates to your book. So you can write a, a letter to the editor, and they're more than happy to publish most of them, especially now that they do so much of it online in terms of uh, newspaper editors. Uh, also an op-ed. Right? Is there something that you want to uh, say that's a little, that goes beyond 
say, a letter to the editor length. So those are things to think about. Uh, newsletters, of course. You know, the, uh, I mentioned email before. Do you offer some sort of regular email or newsletters uh, to get uh, the word out? Uh, and then also, this is another area that I've just started to look at uh, in terms of book marketing services. There are um, a whole bunch, quite frankly, out there, for lack of a better phrase. Uh, and some of them seem quite affordable. Now, others are quite expensive, and I'm not interested, quite frankly, in that at this point in my uh, book development. But I am going to dip my toe in some of the, into some of these book marketing services that are far more affordable, and just to see uh, how they perform. So, again, more on that to come, but that don't wait for me <laughs> to, uh, to do a podcast on this. Uh, go online, take, take a look, uh, poke around and see if uh, there, you know, there are some services there that make sense for you. So in the end, you know, the, the, when you look at each, each of our section of our listeners here, part of our, our listenership, you know, when you, when you look at the book industry trends that we're talking about here, you know, quite frankly, as I've said before, for readers, it's just an awesome time. Uh, you've got more books to choose from with indie authors. So that's great news. Fantastic. Um, you know, for authors and entrepreneurs, authors slash entrepreneurs, Again, it's it's a great time uh, with everything that we have available to us uh, to get the word out about what we're doing and what we're writing. But um, as is clear when you look at you know this quick review of some book industry trends, it's hard work. Uh, you know you have to invest the time and energy and whatever resources in terms of dollars you can you can spend to reach those audiences. So, um, you know, it's hard work to write. doesn't mean it's not fun. I mean, it's, it's work to write a book, but I enjoy it a heck of a lot. Um, it's also hard work to market those books. I also happen to enjoy it a, a heck of a lot. Um, and I, as I've said before, it's critical that authors, especially indie authors, uh, learn to enjoy the marketing and selling of their books. So there you go. Some of the latest on uh, trends in the book industry and uh, hopefully it provides some, some, uh, some seeds uh, for great thoughts from you guys out there. So thanks for tuning in. Again, please like us on Facebook at uh, Pastor Stephen Grant Novels and at Authors and Entrepreneurs. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. And please tune in to another podcast of mine, Free Enterprise in Three Minutes. Again, you can listen and subscribe at iTunes. And my Pastor Stephen Grant Novels, including the brand new Reagan Country, a Pastor Stephen Grant novel, and Heroes and Villains, a Pastor Stephen Grant short story, are available at Amazon.com and signed copies over at RayKeatingOnline.com. And the same goes for my business career book, Chuck versus the Business World. And until the next installment of Ray Keating's Authors and Entrepreneurs podcast, enjoy reading, enjoy writing, and enjoy entrepreneurship. God bless and take care.